No, I'm not the one one, but I'ma fucking turn up until I see the morning sun. Spit that tiger bone, got the henny up. <laughs> Blow the bitches like I'm blowing through some cleanness. No more pussy for bitch niggas, cause y'all fucking up. These bitches fucking on each other, man's another real. That's why I'm changing. I'm, I'm gonna take out the word conspiracy on all of our shows. We call it alt history podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. Alternate history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a good way to handle it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, what, what would you propose? Uh, no, I mean that's that's a safer way to keep the Clintons away from us. Yeah, yeah. Like what did what did uh um last podcast on the left do? Because they they are a conspiracy theory podcast, but they. They don't. They don't call it that. They. They. No. Like, last podcast on the left is a true crime podcast with like occasional conspiracy or mm-hmm. cryptid episodes. Yeah, and they they like talk about cults. Like they talk about like the weird kind of underbelly of history. It seems the ones I've listened to. Yeah, but we're cornering that pedophile market. Yeah, it should be. <laughs> that's why we can get some sponsors. The number one pedophile podcast. In Austin, change the name to Pedo Pod. <laughs> yeah, speaking of that, we, we're 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 gonna go into a really deep dive of the whole Epstein case. Oh, wonderful! More pedophiles. Pedophiles, the most famous too. And the thing about this this one, can it, we change the show to Pedophiles? <laughs> <laughs> they might just think it's a foot a foot podcast. Like petties. Oh, mm. kind of like the that that made you know, that scene on TV uh, item, uh, the ped egg that kind of rubs calluses off your feet. Yeah, Ooh. it's a pedophile. It's a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> it is a pedophile. It's literally a pedophile. Yeah, that'd have been a great name. Yeah, the original name was the pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine yelling that out like you're at a story. Like, go grab me a pedophile. <laughs> that manny is a petty. <laughs> But yeah, welcome back to the Command Podcast. Feels weird that we're not on, on camera, so like I don't even know what to look. Yeah, we had to do our last Iconoblast episode without uh, any video. Yeah, I wonder how people are going to react to audio. I don't know how long we're going to have to do audio. We're at the new studio. New studio. Um, uh, we don't really have a spot yet. I was going to do the I was going to do the podcast in the warehouse, but no electricity, so. We could do audio in there because we use a recorder that is powered by batteries, but I don't know why I want to be in a fucking hot warehouse. We, we record into a hacked Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that'd be, that'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, uh, Epstein, I was uh, when I was going into this deep dive about Epstein, he invests in this tech company that makes these toys for little girls that, that like record them. Recording like like, like their eyes are just two GoPros. <laughs> yeah. There's there's like some kind of recording device. I was trying to go deep into it, but, but the guy that I was talking about it didn't. He like he mentioned it like kind of real fast. Mm-hmm. I tried to look it up, couldn't find anything on it. And then my dad sent this this toy to my daughter that like from the new Buzz Lightyear movie. Yeah, and it's fucking creepy, and it like it like talks, and I'm like, that's got to be one of them. Yeah. It has to be. But I don't know the company, so like I, I got to research into it. Hope maybe maybe a listener will hear listening to this. Be like, oh, probably probably frightening me. He probably maybe you can crack it. the thing open and just see what's what's inside. Yeah, well, I, I told my wife I was like, get this out of the house. But then the dog took it. I was like, all right, it's yours now because he'll he'll rip it because of stress. He's a very stressed out dog. 
but he he will rip that thing apart. And then we'll find out. Yeah, we'll just look at the tag, and if it says manufactured on Little St. James Island, you can be pretty yeah. sure it's one of Epstein's toys. <laughs> Probably China. Where are all the pedophiles at? Oh, in India? Um, I, I I'm, think. I'm just naming countries. I think <laughs> is that what we're doing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Trinidad. <laughs> we're, we're all the, the, the Isle of Man. <laughs> the Isle of, of Man who fuck children. The Borg Cube. That's wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like I was saying, there's a comment podcast. We will not be called that C word anymore. We're an alt history podcast. What? Cunt? Yeah. The cunt cunt podcast? No. Oh, I said it. Shouldn't have said it. I'm your host. I wrote my name, Sean Anchando. Very joining good. Me, joining me, Adam Hester and that time. Coop Noel El Amnesio today. Yeah, no. <laughs> I think he's. I think he's out there at a lake where Dan Holloway was supposed to be. I he mean, he forgot that he's a podcast host. Yeah, he totally <laughs> forgot. He went on a. He was. I think he went with Joel to Vegas, which didn't get married. That's weird. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Mm, Joel and our amnesia went to Vegas to to elope. Yeah, <laughs> I can't <laughs> find him. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so that's what we're doing. We're doing some we're doing some Epstein stuff. Uh, I don't know. I might do five episodes. <laughs> might wanna, on this. Might want to clarify when you say we're doing some Epstein <laughs> stuff. Instantly we're gonna be monetized. Yeah, we're gonna be, we're gonna be talking about we're Epstein. Gonna, we'll be talking about Epstein or going on vacation, critiquing uh, his technique. Yeah. Yeah. Going going on a on a nice little cruise, might might stop off at some islands, maybe if we have time, you know, fun times. Yeah, yeah, it's it's so. What happened to Jeffrey Epstein? He's, I don't hear about him anymore. Uh, I I think he eloped somewhere. Okay. I mean, you could have. What if they faked his death? I've never heard anyone say that, but wouldn't that be pretty funny? That is that is a lot to go through to fake a death that looked like not a suicide. Yeah, yeah. that would be brilliant, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they just got like his like his brother or lookalike. Just someone who <laughs> murdered his brother. <laughs> Why did you kill Jeff, Steve? I got this Epstein. great plan. I need you. I need you to meet me at in in jail. <laughs> It's like something that have show jailbreak. <laughs> well, was the Ghislaine Maxwell uh, trial, that is over. Yeah, they're recommending what, yeah. 30 years. Yep. They're recommending 30 years? Yeah. I, 30 years, twice the twice the age of Jeffrey's preferred lover. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah, and next week we're going to get into that Maxwell, uh, like the whole history of the Maxwells. It's It's wild. Like with oh the uh, with uh, Robert Epstein, um, not Robert Epstein, Maxwell, Robert Maxwell, he was like a he was like a triple agent. He was like associated with the Mossad, the CIA, MI six, like all that shit. Founded a shitty coffee company. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, Maxwell. Yeah, that'd be yeah, funny if he really did. What Maxwell House? Is... Maxwell House. Yeah. Yeah, Maxwell House was originally just the name for a brothel filled with like twelve years old, twelve yeah. year olds. They're like, hey, is this a brothel filled with twelve years? Like, uh, no, <laughs> it's, it's a co- coffee company. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! Why did I say coffee? I They're just so, so much throwing better. bloody panties into a tub with water. Like, oh, we're making coffee. <laughs> that's because that's what it tastes like. It tastes like the iron mineraliness of, of anal blood. <laughs> God damn. I have the, no tolerance for bad coffee at all. 
You, Zero. I wonder if this one has the, a bold taste, this coffee. Because that's what you want. I'm drinking coffee right now. Drinking coffee right yeah, now? Yeah, it's early. We usually do this at, at night, so I need some energy. Yeah. At night, we're, we're usually drinking vodka. Pretty soon, Deep Betty's vodka. Oh yeah, we're yeah. When we do that uh, uh, drinking trivia, I'm I'm going. I'm probably bringing some Deep Betty. Yeah. Because um, I f- I found this really good. It's twenty questions mm-hmm. that are specifically about conspiracy theories, mm-hmm. and uh, the questions are kind of multiple choice, mm-hmm. and all the answers were uh, crafted by the whole thing is cr- is on the Washington Post's website. Oh, They're like, huh, let's school you people out there about conspiracy theories because apparently you're <laughs> yeah. And some of the questions are so like they're so good yeah. that I'm like, oh my god, everyone's gonna get something wrong and is gonna have to drink. Yeah, <laughs> because logic does not fucking work in this uh, particular uh, trivia. Twenty questions, dude. It's just the Washington Post putting that a, a newspaper that covers up for some of these pedophiles and fucking monsters. There's an, there's Epstein questions on there. There's you name it. I might be good at those. Fucking I'm in the ele- middle of election my deep fraud. Dive. Anything that anything that's like, oh no, that's that's a crazy conspiracy theory. It's like it's all like true, mm-hmm. <laughs> like proven. You're just like, oh, I get what you're saying. Like yeah. the ones that s- sound the most outlandish. Like no, that was actually facts. Yeah, you're just they're like no, that's not true. In fact, it can't be true. I'm like oh, because yeah. we just typed it right yeah. there. <laughs> So it is written, so it shall be done. So with with so that's gonna be on on the Patreon. So if you want to be a part of that, hang out in the Patreon. The Patreon's doing really well right now. If you yeah. want to be put on a watch list, mm-hmm. sign up for the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have more people in the twenty dollars tier. That's we'll, and we'll go over that at the end. We'll, we'll read the names. A new twenty dollars tier. I was like, what? What are you guys doing? Hey man, people people like to. Uh... People like to throw money at uh, content they like. Yeah, they're you know? supporting and the cause. I, I, I enjoy the, the – that's one thing about the world nowadays that I really enjoy is, like, you can actually support people who make shit you really, really like. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's kind of – it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, so thank you to everyone that's doing that. That's the only way we're going to make money for right now until we start hitting, like, Six thousand downloads an episode, which is until we start robbing banks. <laughs> or we we start a cult and take everybody's life savings. Oh yeah, <laughs> we need a good cult leader though. I don't know who would be the cult leader. It would be Eli, but Eli, hmm. he'd be a terrible cult leader. That guy would get arrested immediately. <laughs> <laughs> immediately. But he can probably run the cult through the prison. Like he'd have someone that that would that would guide his cult. Yeah, you, you. Yeah, you would need to have. You you have to basically write a book that's like, that you have other people preach to get recruits. It's like Amway or something. Yeah. You can't have him out there. You can't. You know. You have to. You have to work up to that level. Yeah, you. Eli, but to <laughs> I me, I never saw Eli, Jesus selling Bibles door to door. So I, I think yeah. you're onto something. And there. when you get to the high level and you they they take you in the room to meet the great leader and it's just like. Just like a succulent plant sitting on a pillow. Yeah. Like, like the ones over here. And they have to like part a curtain. They're like, behold. And... <laughs> the great ficus. <laughs> I, I think Adam would be a good like mob boss. I don't know why. He just looks like he would be one, but not a good cult leader. Yeah. Because I think you, you, 
you would do what needs to get done. I'm a bit more industrious. I, I you know, yeah, I'd rather be surrounded by competent people than people who are just have money and are foolish. Yeah. Well, also, I think eventually you would just be like, wait, are you guys actually buying this shit? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. You're all fucking idiots. Yeah. Speaking of, of, of mob bosses, this whole story is interesting with Epstein because this is before Epstein. This is what started the whole system because Epstein isn't the whole system. The system is a form of blackmail and having parties and using this for power. So this was started during the pro- Prohibition era. Like it, this, had, if you're into like prohibition mobster style stuff, this is really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's cool, but it's gross. But it's also I came here to talk about pedophiles, not mobsters. Oh, <laughs> yeah. we'll get into that. Okay, because yeah. they got it all. I don't want to talk about Elliot Ness. That guy's a nerd. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you've watched Untouchables like in the past couple of years. It's like a great movie, but when you're a kid, you're like, "Yay, Kevin Costner." And then now you watch it as an adult, you're like, fuck that guy. Elliot Ness was a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> fucking nerd. Fucking people just want to drink and fuck and dance. Yeah. <laughs> this has some of the some of the big names. Like one of my favorites is uh, Meyer Lansky. He was a. Uh, did you ever watch Boardwalk Empire? No. Nope. Oh, great show. Except for the last season. Last season sucks. But the whole thing they have Meyer Lansky on there. He was just. Fucking that that dude was just like a great mobster. He was like asexual, so he wasn't like fucking anybody. So it's so inaccurate, but the dude got shit done. He was like Morrissey. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, he was cool. So yeah, but uh, like what I was saying, like much in the sense that he was just fucking crying all the time. (laughs) I don't think that makes a very good mob boss. (laughs) Well, you know, Morrissey's like he's just famously asexual. He just. He's not like, uh, he's not, you know, he's like, everyone's icky. I don't want anyone touching my hair. <laughs> but, you know, he has that one song, uh, was it the the first in the gang to die? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, it's like, you know, there you go. There's your there's your gang tie-in right there. The there first in the gang to die. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. That shit grow. The, the older I get, the more I'm like driving, fucking listening to the Smiths. I'm like, what happened to me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Call those guys gay. <laughs> no, this is my favorite music. Oh, I'm all sitting here listening to The Queen is Dead, and I'm just like, what happened to me? Yeah, that's another, like, later on, I want to do an episode on Jimmy Savile, but I want to separate pedophile <laughs> stories by, like, <laughs> have some breathing room <laughs> yeah, between like, the pedophiles. <laughs> yeah. At least, at least give it a few weeks in between <laughs> pedophile <laughs> topics. But, like, when you think of it, there's, it, it's like there's, there's like different chapters of these of these pedophile rings, like you got the UK version. Yeah. You have the the Franklin scandal. You have the Epstein. Like you, then you have like the mm. um, the Playboy ma- like uh, what's it? Uh, Hugh Hefner was a was supposedly a pedophile. Well, actually, not uh, supposedly he, he was a pedophile. Yeah. So apparently, he, he also like forced Linda Lovelace to fuck a dog. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. That's, I didn't know that. That's what that's what the claims are. Wow, it was weird because she seems like such a such an upstanding good girl. Fuck that dog right now! Yeah. Like, how did they? How did that come up? Uh, I'm <laughs> sure it was something along the lines of, "Hey, Linda, I've got a shitload of money and and you know can kind of control everything about your life. Fuck this dog in front of all my friends." Imagine like, him just throwing fucking. 
cash at her. No, he's just like he's like he's like yeah, you if he's like I'll, if I pay you you'll like blow anybody, right? She's yeah. like, yeah, sure. He's like, well, what about that dog? It's just a yeah. dick. Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> dog ain't gonna tell anybody. <laughs> I really like, like that suck, dog. Suck the dog's suck the, suck the dog's dick. <laughs> Linda, <laughs> Linda. you hear that David Allen Coe song? It's called uh, "I Made Lo- uh, Linda Loveless Gag." <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I haven't heard that. Yeah, it's a it's a song where David Allen Coe talks about how big his dick is. That's a big flex. Yeah, it's a, yeah, good for him. It's, yeah, he had yeah. like eight wives too. Same time. Hell yeah, David Allen Coe, interesting <laughs> fellow. Why would you want eight wives? I never understood that. I don't know. That dude was crazy. Why like would you want one? Yucky. Yeah, <laughs> but age just. Just don't get married. One for each day of the week and two on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so much much like how the Franklin scandal was run, blackmail was used as a tool to corrupt politicians. Dating back all the way to the Prohibition days, this form of extortion was used by the mob to compromise political elites. Not just political elite, you have the intelligence agencies, like all that, which we'll get into later. It's really interesting stuff. To me, it is. If you're into yeah. pedophile stuff, it's yeah, I mean, cool. have you like have you looked at the um, overlap of this stuff? Because every time there's a scandal and stuff, like the timelines have to overlap somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure there's like this domino effect of like someone who was involved in this also knew this guy and was involved in this, and then it just keeps going forever. Yeah, this is, I would this imagine is, this is exactly how this story is. Yeah. So like there there's things throughout history you're like, oh, I remember. Uh, J. Edgar Hoover was uh, was dressing in drag. Like, who? How do they know about that? Because he sucked this dick like a vacuum. Right, <laughs> this story right here That's will tell you with the back. That was just an homage to Hoover's yeah. ability to suck dick. <laughs> Someone's like, "Hey, I invented this new vacuum." They're like, "Oh my god, that thing! That thing sucks like J. Edgar Hoover." <laughs> That's funny. I never thought about that. I don't know. But yeah, these, so like there is, there's a lot of uh, things throughout history that kind of coincide. Like I, I and I got this a uh, lot of this information from uh, uh, Whitney Webb. Whitney Webb wrote, she wrote all this Epstein stuff. Like she has a whole series on it. Like she should have won a Pulitzer Prize for it. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like it's real. They're really long articles, and she's turning into a book, which is coming out later on this year. But it's um, incredible. She's the best investigative journalist. Like. Like alive right now, she's fucking incredible. That's all she does, is she's like an autistic woman that just researches shit and she she'll find it. She's if anyone's gonna crack the case on this whole Epstein thing, because it's not just because they're like, oh, Epstein's dead, but like, yeah, there's a lot of people involved. There's politicians, like there's enough politicians involved, according to like people that are close to it. Like if they took everyone down. It will literally take down the whole American government. That's how it would fucking probably it is. collapse the governments of multiple countries. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the landscaper of the White House would be one <laughs> <the> country. <laughs> president. <laughs> yeah, if you if you it's, follow the Biden, Kamala, Nancy Pelosi, and if you just keep going down, it's like Frank from it's president, maintenance. It's president Fernando. <laughs> You're president now. You're the first oh, Mexican cool. president. That's how the line of succession goes. <laughs> uh, during the during the Prohibition era, a liquor producer by the name of Sam Brofman was deeply connected to the mafia, as like most of these guys were. Uh, Brofman used to sell large amounts of liquor to to crime bosses like Charles uh, Lucky Luciano, mm-hmm. Mo Dalitz, Abner Longi uh, Zwillman. Have you ever heard of that Zwillman? I've never heard mm-hmm. of that guy. And Meyer Lansky. 
Sam, like one one of the interesting things about Sam Brofman is he's his grandchildren were di- uh, directly connected to Jeffrey Epstein through um, Le- Leslie Wexner or Les Wexner. Wait, his what were his his grandchildren were connected to Jeffrey Epstein by what his dick? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well they well they <laughs> so uh, they since they own this liquor company they. <laughs> One of their business associates was uh, Les Wexner. He's one of the guys that um, he's allegedly the source of much of Epstein's mysterious wealth. So, like, they, they, he, when you're talking about the people that are running this thing, Les Wexner is like a, like a number two guy. Like, he's that, that deep into it. But we'll, we'll get more into Les Wexner, like, in a later episode so I can get, like, more into it. McAfee was a number two guy, also. Was, <laughs> but, but was McAfee, was he a pedophile? Because I know you guys did a few episodes on him. I'm, I'm sure he was. At least one of his prostitute girlfriends was like 15 or 16 when they first met. Yeah, he's still like going to Thailand, so you know he was fucking like yeah. some lady boys too. Well, he's the, he's the guy that claimed to have fucked a whale at one point. I think he, he would put his dick in, in literally anything. Why would you fuck a whale? I mean, it's a mammal. So you I mean, all I mammals? think everyone's thinking like <coughs> blue whale. If you had a choice, blue whale, white whale, killer whale, Ooh. or my personal favorite, the beluga whale. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably go for the beluga whale. It's smaller, very smooth. Yeah, it has mm. the smoothness of a dolphin, but it has the face of a of an angel of a, of a, of a dead Chris Farley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you left out the two most sexual whales out there, the the humpback and the sperm whale. Oh, oh I fucked man. up. <laughs> That'd been too much on the nose, so I I, I appreciate it. Oh and he, my god! And he slipped in a Chris Farley joke in there. <laughs> I know. I, I was I was trying to go through my brain of like who, what celebrity looks like a fucking beluga whale in the face? And that was the first thing. A dead Chris Farley. <laughs> The autopsy photos of Chris Farley. That's the first thing that pops in my head. Kind, cherubic face, you know. Very, very sad and dead and fat. (laughs) With a prostitute standing over him, stealing all his money. Sad and dead and fat. That's going to be the title of my my eventual biography. (laughs) The biopic. If you can ever gain weight. Uh, Crucial to the Brofman operation was a middleman by the name of. Uh, Louis Rosenstein, Rosensteel, of course, a fucking Jew. Always goes back to the Jews, right? Uh, through his bootlegging, Ro- Rosensteel was able to be part of a consortium with underworld figures that that bought liquor in, in Canada from Samuel Brofman and, um, and Meyer Lansky. So some of the big names were Meyer Lansky that he worked with, yeah. uh, Al Capone, jo- Joseph Lindsay. Uh, so that so that so, was his connection so to like the mob. Big time of the time, like shot color underworld guys. Oh yeah, big time. And this guy Rosenstiel was a real piece of shit, but he was like, you know how when you're running a business, you got to have a guy that has a criminal mind. Mm-hmm. Like I know that was like how, how restaurants were when when you worked in a kitchen. Yeah, like the really nice ones. Like there's there's a chef and. Your second guy, like your sous chef, is a mind of a criminal. Mm. Like he'll get shit done. That that's how um, Anthony Bourdain, his sous chef, was a fucking criminal. Like they, if they, 
-hmm. Like he would break into shit. Like he was a drug dealer. He was like everything. But that was like his fucking criminal. Yeah, you need that guy. You need a like a confidence man. You need somebody who can fucking basically swindle everybody. That's yeah. how you get people to work fucking 14 hours instead of eight hours and how to work on their kids' birthdays and on yeah. Christmas and fucking how to fucking, you know, uh, purveyors you own fucking money to that do cash on delivery and you're just like, like, bro, I'll get you the money tomorrow. Like, it, yeah. you know, it's like you need that fucking guy. You need that buffer because, be, you know, you need those people to feel like they can get to the head yeah. guy. Be like, oh, yeah, yeah, you'll get to the head guy, but you got to go through me first sort of thing. And believe me, you want to deal with me because, woo, yeah. bosses, oh, bosses are real head breaker. It's like you need that fucking person. Yeah. They, you need a liar. That's what you, you need. need. You need a liar. A, a and a good liar. And a guy that's gonna that's willing to get his hands dirty. Mm-hmm. And that's how Rose and Steel was. He was the guy that that was your criminal. Because uh, Brofman, I didn't get too far into Brofman, but I know Rose and Steel would, would do shit. And like his employees were terrified of him because he was a real, he was a fucking monster. So... Um, in addition to his close friends in the mob, Rosenstiel also cultivated close ties with the FBI. He had a, he had a, a long-time relationship with FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover. Rosenstiel was known for his behavior, like I was saying, toward his employees. He was erratic and, and monstrous towards his employees and had an, an unusual practice of bugging the offices uh, in order to hear what employees said about him when he wasn't there. I fucking love mob stories like that where it's like, you have a guy who's already an informant. Yeah. But you don't find out and like like the departed is like that. Like like Jack Nicholson's just a psychopath. Like Leo goes to his club and he's like, Hey boss, I gotta talk to you and he's just like holding a fucking hand. He's like, <laughs> Oh <laughs> and he's and he's covered from blood from like the torso all the way down. He's like, Oh, sorry, you know? Oh, we had an appointment. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll make this up to you. And it's like, no, you look busy. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like he was ended up being a fucking informant at the end and fucking uh, fucking like Chopper Reed in fucking Australia was like an informant. It's just like all these Chopper guys. was an informant? He was. And he would go to he would he would tell people like because his whole thing is he shut down criminals. Yeah. And he would tell him he's just like like you're gonna give me what I want because like I, all the cops are my friends. Yeah. And they know I'm rolling you for your money right now. So you're going to give me what I want or I'm going to cut your fucking feet off, you know, or I'm going to torture you. He's yeah. like, you can't go to the cops. You can't go anywhere. You, you all, it's just you and me right now and you're going to give me what I want. But, and then the cops would be like, what the fuck are you doing going around telling people that you work for us? And he's like, and he's like, that's a lie. I never <laughs> fucking ever said that. I don't know where people are getting yeah. this shit from. All those guys. Those, that just makes for such a good fucking story is like some fucking criminal who's just working with the cops but still doing dirt. I love it. It's like Ricky Freeway, Ricky Ross shit. Yeah, and, and Whitey Bulger, another one. <laughs> Whitey Bulger, I know. It's, yeah. yeah it's one like of it. my favorite stories about Chopper Reed was a way that he liked to torture people is he would he would tie their feet up and then just stick a blowtorch underneath their feet <laughs> and leave them there. Oh, my God. <laughs> just the whole time you just had this blowtorch fucking roasting the underside of your feet. Mm-hmm. And you're dying like that, and it's not even killing you. Oh no, it's not even killing you. It's, no. it's just you it's, just don't gonna, have. Feet you're gonna anymore. wish you were dead. Yeah. So when you when sh- someone shows up, you just it's just fucking bones. Yep. Of your feet. Yeah. And your legs are still there. <laughs> oh my god, that is yeah. Awful. Chopper Reed was fucked up. Yeah. It- <laughs> oh my god. Which is strange that for is- a guy named Chopper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it sounds yeah, like such a sweetheart. It should be Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going to do, that's going to be my next uh, Patreon, is going to be uh, about the, the film Chopper. I'm going to be talking about Chopper Reed, too. Yeah. Because that dude was, like, the gangs he was in was, like, no fucking, he was literally in a prison gang where he's just like, if you're going to be in this gang, I'd rather, like, you got to cut your ears off, like mine, because he had his fucking ears cut off. Yeah. And there was guys in his gang that cut their dicks off. Holy shit. Bro, like, I'm like, bro, wait. that's, like, the fucking gnarliest gang ever. It's like, <laughs> cut your dick off to the be in Unix? a gang. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Southside Unix. <laughs> <laughs> um, so during so Rosenstein during his divorce proceeding, his wife, his ex wife Susan Kaufman, she alleged that Ro- she's like the one that kind of like blew up a lot of his shit. Like she she used to go to his parties and like she saw a lot of weird shit. So like a lot of these are like official documents during some of her hearings. And by weird shit, you mean adults fucking children. Yeah. That's, that is weird. <laughs> so she alleged that Rosenstein hosted extravagant parties that included boy prostitutes that her husband hired for the enjoyment of certain guests. Which yeah, at inclu- least they're getting paid. Yeah. Well, yeah. They, well, the thing about it is these kids that are being molested by the these rings, they're getting paid with, they're actually getting paid and they're giving them drugs. So, like, they come back. They actually don't hate it when it's happening. Yeah, what are they bitching about? Are they st- <laughs> when they get older, they just they end up killing themselves or dying of overdoses. And Win-win. Are they still hiring? <laughs> well, you're too old. Sorry. Shit. Yeah. We'll have to get you a fake ID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 11. No, I, I, I swear. I'm, you got to shave your mustache. <laughs> I'm only 12. I'm just big for my age. Someone <laughs> starts coming back. Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Um, so you don't move like a twelve-year-old. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got progeria. <laughs> you you have a walk of an older man. It's like, you you have a fucking AARP card. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's my dad's. I swear. Oh yeah, that's that's uh, fake. <laughs> so uh, how can we wrap this up? I have to be in bed by six. <laughs> so. Uh, so for the enjoyment uh, for certain guests, this included uh, important government officials, prominent figures in Americans' criminal underworld. During these parties, Rosenstiel made sure that all the rooms were bugged with microphones that recorded high-profile guests for the purpose of blackmail. Kaufman said that these allegations during the hearings of the New York State Joint Legislative Committee on Crime in the early 1970s, her testimony was deemed credible and was corroborated by two separate witnesses who were not who were unknown to Kaufman. So there were other people that were there that knew about it. So it's it's it seems real. It's brilliant because that could happen today. If you're at some like exclusive party mm-hmm. and then someone just pulled you in the room and be like, let me suck your penis now. Yeah. And you're just like, well I this is, I, yeah. If you insist, when, yeah. in, when in Rome, yeah. I've yeah. never been to one of these upscale parties before. <laughs> Can you say that into into our plant over yeah. here? Yeah, no <laughs> one's no one's like this. Seems fishy. Yeah, <laughs> like no, this is weird. You want to suck my what? Can you say that a little louder? Uh, and now state your name before I suck your dick. <laughs> it gets me off. Last name, first name, middle initial, please. <laughs> and who do you work for? So moving on to uh, some of these bosses, uh, Meyer Lansky was one of the most notorious gangsters in the history of American organized crime. One of the interesting things about him is he is one of the rare cases of a crime boss that did not serve one day in jail, and he also died an old man. Mm. So yeah, it's interesting because like they all 
like mobster, especially bosses. Uh, based on my information on watching Goodfellas, they didn't look. They didn't live very long. <laughs> they usually were killed when they were made uh, untouchable. Like, so, so Vito Corleone is the most accurate depiction of a mob boss in cinema, probably, because he just died in his fucking tomato garden. <laughs> yeah, it's like a lifetime of murdering people. <laughs> yeah, well, the the people that that lived the longest were like, they're the people that were that were informants. They did stuff with the FBI. Um, just think of Meyer Lansky. I think he died when he was like 90 or something. He was fucking old. Mm. Um, so Meyer Lansky's ability to avoid prison time was largely based on the people he was connected to. Uh, Brofman Rosenstiel, the FBI, and the U.S. intelligence community. The only time he was ever charged with the crime was in the 1970s. And what do you think he got charged with? I think you, you you I think you'll know this. Tax evasion? Yes, exactly. <laughs> he was charged by the IRS for tax evasion, but he was later acquitted. So you know these are some really important people when they can get them off tax evasion. Yeah. Yeah, the IRS is like the the one agency that nobody can get away from yeah. usually. The thing about they took down Yeah. Well, the thing about these intelligence agencies is that they don't work together. So, um that's why that like the FBI, if they have a guy and they get tax evasion, it's it's almost like they can't do anything about it. But for some reason, because <laughs> they're all afraid of the IRS. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like the IRS is the most powerful. Intel well, would, would that be it? Be considered intelligence, right? Because no, it's not intelligence. It's it just be, a government agency. I mean, they they do have their own agents. They have yeah. their own like armed wing of the IRS. The IRS has actually been buying up a shitload of ammunition recently, which is Weird. strange. <laughs> hmm. But tax season is uh, you know, coming coming again next year. They got to yeah. be ready for it. <laughs> yeah, especially when 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 they're saying the government's going is broke now. What was that video where Biden was like asking for he was saying we need more money? <laughs> Did you see that? What like? Yeah, he's like, every, we need the, we need more money video. for for vaccines. We need more money. <laughs> oh, because there's going to be another pandemic. Oh, yeah, Just it's a video. Casually, there's yeah, it's an- for the the next pandemic. Like, what do you mean? These things are only supposed to happen once every hundred years. Oh no, they they already got monkeypox going now. Yeah, that's, that's the next fear monger. Do you know campaign. anyone that's has that's had monkeypox yet? No, because I remember when COVID first started, I was like, oh, I know a few people that have it, mm-hmm. but I don't know anybody with monkeypox. My mom's had COVID four times now, and she's she's vaxxed and boosted. Hmm. Yeah. Um. I've I've had it one time, and I haven't I haven't got vaccinated. I'm not saying you should or shouldn't. Well, actually, you probably shouldn't. Now that the facts are out, but that, that's that's for another show. <laughs> so back to Kaufman, uh, uh, Rosenstein's ex wife. She said that Lansky was one of the individuals that Rosenstein sought to protect from legal scrutiny. As part of his child prostitution and blackmail ring, targeting high-ranking officials, and he was overheard saying that if the government were to quote ever bring pressure against Lansky or any of us, we'll use this. And then he pointed to a specific re- recording device, uh, and then he said this is as blackmail. End quote. Lansky was also connected to the CIA, CIA and U.S. military intelligence. He was involved with a naval intelligence that was uh, codenamed Operation Underworld, an operation that was that was 
that the government denied for over 40 years, this operation was basically the real-life version of, of Inglorious Bastards. So Meyer and, like, so he, it's kind of funny. This is kind of crazy. So he would, Meyer and he would he would bring some of his lackeys, and they would go to these, uh, like, what are they called, bun rallies? Where they, like, they have all these Nazi sympathizers. They would show up with guns, knives, and bats and just beat the fuck out of Nazis. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the government paid for it. <laughs> it's amazing. So. Like- it's like privateers. Yeah. Yeah, like the what was it the like what was it the Jewish Defense League or Yeah. Like those guys were fucking headbreakers, dude. They they'd show up and just fuck people up and all and they were just giant Jewish dude. They all look like Bill Goldberg in the nineties. Like, yeah. <laughs> like they were they're fucking kick ass. Dude, Jewish people were built differently back then. Like just look at like the boxers no. back then. They were like yes. bigger, and they're 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 the big. phrenology. Yes, go yeah. on, go on. <laughs> go on. I've been saying this for years. You're preaching to the choir. <laughs> Looks like the last horse finally crossed the finish line. <laughs> so, in addition to the CIA, Lansky was also connected to foreign intelligence through uh, Tibor Rosenbaum. He was an arms procurer and a high-ranking official in Israel's Mossad. The point is, Lansky was. Deeply connected to fucking everybody. It's, all, it's always interesting when they get into the Israelis. You're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> this is deep. So Lansky was credited with obtaining compromising photos of FBI director uh, J. Edgar Hoover sometime in the 1940s, which showed Hoover in a quote. He said, quote, Hoover is in some kind of gay thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in some kind of gay situation. Uh, the photo showed Hoover engaged in sexual activity uh, with his longtime friend, <laughs> FBI Deputy Director Clyde Tolson. Oh, I thought you were going to say the photo just showed Hoover like listening to a Village People album or something. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's just he, he's just like baking a cake or smiling at a child or something. Just, like, look, look, look how gay this guy he's is. Just smiling in a picture. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's it's like that. The, Look at this queer. It's like that scene on The Sopranos where they caught what's his name at the gay bar. It's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> yeah, say hi to your wife for me. It's a fucking bondage gear. No, watch. I'll suck your dick. It'll be hilarious. <laughs> the other dude just has him by the chain. He has like a neck, with, like a choker. <laughs> God damn, that show is so good. That's pretty. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's. It's a you know, joke. I mean, that's that's pretty much every single fucking that, that'll always be a thing on TV. It's like fucking like sci-fi police procedurals mm-hmm. and like shows where criminals aren't even really doing criminal shit. They're just talking, yeah, while not doing criminal shit. That's like most of The Sopranos. Yeah, you know, every once in a while you get someone gets murdered. Yeah, that, that's what's great mm-hmm. about it is. Even if you they never talk about killing people, I can listen to them talk all the time. It's great because their their banter is so funny. Like just that scene where uh, where Polly is is uh, when they're like all cooking, and then one of the dudes touched his he was he tied his shoe and tried to cook still, and Polly lost his fucking mind because he's yeah. he's such he's a, a germaphobe. He's a germaphobe. Yeah. He's like that's fucking disgusting. Like. You never like your your shoelaces are are dirty. You never clean them, and you just touch them, and you can touch garlic. Like, yeah. what's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> and I felt that I was like, that's true. I never thought of that. And I'm not I'm not a germaphobe. Shoes are disgusting. Yeah, shoes are absolutely fucking disgusting. Oh, People yeah. come to the shop, and they'll be sitting in the chair, and I have like 
my workstation and they'll like reach over with their foot and like touch it. Oh, dude. Or like my fucking clippers will be hanging. And for some reason, they'll just want to like reach over and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. You're, you're touching my sanitized tools with your Ugh. disgusting feet. I have this. I have a thing about about feet. It's like, how would you it like it if I fucking in. you know walked through the fucking park? Yeah. After ACL and then stuck my big toe in your kid's asshole. Would you like that? <laughs> <laughs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> when I was, I remember when I went back to school. One of my first classes, there was this girl that would always take her shoes off, and then she would put her, like she said in front of me, she would put her feet. On, on someone else's desk in front of her, it, I, it almost, I almost threw up. Did she have cute feet? No, they're like black on the bottom. It was disgusting. Ugh, a dirty foot, bitch. Yeah. Like Some dudes are into that. I'm not. <laughs> like, the, ugh, it's just gross. Like, put some shoes on. You just can't watch. Be civilized. You can't watch Tarantino films. It's just like, yeah. You get the no, you get you have to get a special edit just for you. Yeah. There's no feet. No, yeah. they, they just pixelate them. <laughs> pixelate them. <laughs> or like an E.T., they just put walkie-talkies on her feet. <laughs> her feet are just two walkie-talkies. Where did South Park get that from? Where they where they took out all the guns and put walkie-talkies? That's from E.T. Yeah, so that, that literally e. happened? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. The, the, they're on the bikes and the cops like have them like, like the, the fucking like, they're like, stop, we have guns. <laughs> Children, stop! Children, we have guns. And then the kids fucking fly over the cops with their bikes and shit. Like it's that scene where they all have guns. They have, they put walkie talkies. Holy fuck! I didn't I didn't know that. I uh, thought I I thought that was just be, they're being like ridiculous. I didn't know that was an actual thing. No, that oh. yeah, they actually did that to ET. What the fuck? What was it? Um, what was it? Uh, what was name? What was fucking uh, Steven Spielberg's like like sister company? That was the fucking E.T. going over the moon thing. Amblin? Namblin. Yeah. Like, that was supposed to be, like... Did you say Nambla? No, Amblin. Amblin. Oh. It's like... Nambla is his, his other production sister, company. That's sister's sister. sister. <laughs> that's yes. The other production company. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that's that was supposed to be, like, the <laughs> PG, PG-13 level shit. <laughs> like, E.T. was, like... E.T. E. was actually kind of edgy at the time. Oh, really? I haven't like, watched it since like, I was a kid. Like, people, like, that they was... They say shit. They say shit, yeah. There's that uncomfortable rape scene. <laughs> what? Hold on. Elliot holds <laughs> down E.T. That's why E.T. wants to go home. He was having a good time. So he's like, Reese's Pieces in his asshole. <laughs> they, or or E.T. Like, passes hot. out by the river, and he's all... Covered in dried cum, and there's like a, a fucking raccoon. Remember uh, that in the movie where fucking E.T. and Elliot, like, E.T. starts getting sick, and yeah. him and Elliot are like connected, so Elliot starts getting sick. Yeah, yeah it's an AIDS allegory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and E.T., they find E.T. E. just runs off, and they find him just passed out by like like the fucking lake for yeah. no reason. You're, and then there's like a raccoon there, like, oh shit, like, and yeah. like runs off. It's like, hey, what was that raccoon I, doing? I didn't e. do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how AIDS started. Yeah, the, you know, just thinking about that movie as an adult, I'm like, there's, I think Coop's right. It's a, like a weird AIDS allegory. That's interesting. I want to go back and watch it now. <laughs> I can't prove that, but it's pro if Coop said it's probably true. I, yeah, can't prove it, but I I believe it's true. <laughs> yeah, I believe it since you said it. Namblin. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, so Hoover was engaged with this this gay sex with Clyde Tolson, his longtime buddy butt buddy hoover was said to 
he used to wear women's clothes at some of these events. And Meyer Lansky's wife later said that her husband had photos of Hoover in drag. Congressional crime consultant Ralph uh, Sal- Salerno Salerno said that Hoover Hoover's willful ignorance of organized crime for most of his career as FBI director, uh, quote, allowed organized crime to grow very strong in economic in economic and political terms, so they became a much bigger threat to the well-being of the country, uh, and it would have been, it would have been addressed sooner if he would have, if if he would have kind of cut this all down. So it's kind of interesting because there's there's theories about him about how evil um, J. Edgar Hoover was, but there's also an argument he's he was compromised for so long for being uh, gay that they they just the the mob just kind of like ran roughshod on him, so he he did all this stuff. Like th- this isn't my theory, but this is kind of what people have said about him, which was interesting when I was doing some of this research. Is it it kind of added nuance to J. Edgar Hoover because they were like, oh, it was kind of like, oh, J. Edgar Hoover's bad, blah blah blah. But like, there's more to it of why he did shit like he did. This sounds like it's just a Netflix adaptation of J. Edgar Hoover's life. <laughs> no, am I doing it? God damn it! Oh, like no, yeah. he was, he was a good guy, and he was yeah. gay. Yeah. yeah, and he was and he was trans. And his best friend was a sassy black woman. <laughs> <laughs> J. Edgar Hoover biopic where J. Edgar Hoover is played by Leslie Jones. Yeah, where he's just hey Jay, what you doing over there? <laughs> his wife goes out of town. He's like. Girl, we're gonna, and then they have like a whole thing where they fucking put on dresses and shit. Yeah. <laughs> How and Hoover got on. his groove back. <laughs> God damn, it can't be the, that one. The, the pictures of him in drag were actually just like to to help him get his confidence back. But then somebody else got a hold of those pictures. And oh, the, no. the evil bad guy was was the one that. Uh, <laughs> They blackmailed him. Oh, like, oh so man! He has some comical high school bully got a hold of him. <laughs> but they don't—they don't call it blackmail in the movie. They call it male of color. So yeah. it's, a, it's a Netflix adaptation. And they just call him a—they call him a fag. He's just like, see, they're so hateful back in back then. Jay mm-hmm. Edgar Hoover wasn't that bad of a guy because he was part of the the gay community. Can someone tell me where blackmail comes from? That seems the, like the something term? you would know, that term. Where does that come from? I, I don't know. I looked it up at one point, and I can't remember what it is. Yeah, someone was like, I could tell you, but then I'll show people pictures of... <laughs> they're like, oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so according to journalist Burton Hirsch, Hoover was also tied to Sherman Kaminsky, who also ran a sexual blackmail operation in New York involving young male prostitutes. There's a lot of these things. It's crazy. That's, it's weird because it's like... There's pimps, and the pimps control the prostitutes. Mm-hmm. But then there's like pimps that control the pimps. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's like you will. It's I mean, it's like drug dealers now. It's like you get a drug dealer off the street, there'll be somebody standing in their place in an hour. Yeah, you know. But, you, that, but yeah. you never get the head guy. You you don't get Escobar. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You'll get a bunch of his minions who aren't talking. Yeah. They'll go to jail and they'll have protection in jail, but it's like you net you don't get the main guy. It's just there's too many layers mm-hmm. of fucking hierarchy that you just are never gonna break it yeah, past. It, it's kind of like uh the one of the one of the biggest pimps in DC in like the seventies and eighties was this guy named Spence, who we talked about on when we were talking about the the, the Franklin scandal. Mm-hmm. Like he they took him down, but yeah. they just replaced him with another guy. 
Sure. So, like, what you're saying is exactly true. It's Someone like who, they're not going to bring down fucking George H. W. Bush. Yeah, who they're, pimps the pimps? Yeah, that's the question. Yeah, <laughs> right. It, it really is though. <laughs> like, who who who's the guy that that's making all the moves? Yeah, that's one of the big mysteries. Who's the Jimmy okay, Hoffa so, of pimps? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So blackmail originates in the 16th century from Scotland, and the term "mail" used to mean tribute or rent, mm-hmm. and blackmail was the tribute paid to uh, like local warlords to keep them from pillaging you, because the opposite of that was white money. And that was the actual legitimate it's a good money. taxes that you the were paying in, in silver. Fuck. <laughs> interesting. So, so yeah. Wow. Okay. Thank you, Koo. That is. It's interesting. They always have a good tidbit in there. Uh, Hoover and Rosenstiels. I'm never going to get his name right. Uh, they they had deep ties. I think I've said his name different every time I've said it. Uh, Rosensteel? Rosensteel. Uh, Rosensteel. Is it? I think How's I'm saying spelled? I'm R O S E N S T I E L. Yeah, Rosenstiel. Rosenstiel. Okay. Yeah. So he has deep. Uh, yeah, Hoover mis- and mispronounce it all you want. What the fuck's he gonna do about it? Yeah, he's dead. Yeah. Um, What's he gonna do? Blackmail you? Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Usually, I'm, okay. Here's a tip on on my show. If there, if I'm talking about a movie and there's an actor who has like the rather their character name and or their actual actor name mm-hmm. is too difficult or too long to say. Yeah. And if whoever they look like, if they look like somebody, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I just call them by that. Like, I yeah. like I do the most recent movie. There's a guy who looks like the dude who started Bikram yoga, uh, yoga. Yeah. Bikram Shandhari. And uh, I was just, I just, there's a guy in the movie. I'm just like, I just call him Bikram Shandhari. Even though that's not him. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, because oh, he wasn't, he wasn't, the guy wasn't credited with a, like a character. I was like, he, he, no one calls him anything. He's like, this, this is his character. And I'm like, he's Bikram Shandardi. <laughs> Watch your wives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So Hoover and Rosensteels, they had deep ties. Their deep ties would continue to develop over the years. An example of which can be seen in Rosensteels hiring of longtime Hoover aide, uh, Lewis Nichols as the vice president of, uh, Shanley Liquor. Shanley Liquor Liquor was Rosenstiel's company, um, and it turned into a big empire. So that's how they would. This, this is the company they would use, which would later lead to uh, Brofman's grandchildren connecting with Les Wexner. But that's for the next few episodes. Uh, so Rosenstiel, uh, he made he would he made a donation of over one million dollars to the J. Edgar Hoover Foundation, which Nichols ran at the time so so yeah he mm. was he was if if there's a theory like i don't even think it, it's not a conspiracy theory that that j Edgar hoover was deeply connected with the mob he just was there's too many things yeah. connecting them like all the money it's like when they say follow the money that's following the money well i mean it, i'm sure somebody out there some journalist or podcaster or somebody out there who's like like it's their shit it's their absolute jam to investigate um uh what's the fucking word um what's what's the fucking word that uh we have fucking rich people who have organizations that do things like fucking bill and melinda gates found it like uh, uh like starts with an a it's really long it sounds like anthropophagus but it's not the philanthropist philanthropist Full on rapist. like there's got to be so- someone out there who's just like 
is highly skeptical of philanthropists and is like, mm-hmm. like what the fuck? You do? Like, like the Clinton Foundation. Mm-hmm. It's like, really? You make two hundred fifty thousand dollars do a one hour speech? No one thinks that's fucking weird. Who else? Can, yeah. Who else can do that? Yeah. Th- no. This, nobody. This is this is all like m- money laundering shit. <laughs> fucking Joe Rogan probably couldn't do that right now. No. Any. <laughs> Him and him and Dave Chappelle and yeah. and Kiss probably couldn't do that selling out any stadium on no, Earth. No, that's an unreal number. That's an unreal number. That's <laughs> yeah. It's like when uh, it's like when uh, Neil Diamond came to Stockton, California, wanted one million dollars to perform there, and, and they're like, and Stockton was like, "Go fuck yourself." <laughs> yeah. like that's more than the whole city's worth. Yeah, what, yeah. what the fuck are you talking <laughs> <Yeah>. about? <laughs> Neil Diamond sucks. A Neil Diamond song came on at, at work the other day, and I got so mad. <laughs> like I was like. <laughs> I was like visibly upset and it got me way more upset than it should have. Like I had to like stop what I was doing. I'm like, why is this fucking song on? <laughs> Neil Diamond sucks. <laughs> it's like Neil Diamond, Rod Stewart. They're My all, mom loves they're, Rod all the, Stewart. they're all the same guy to me. They all, I don't know what it is. They're just terrible to me. What creepy old rapists? Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. I like, Rod I like Stewart rapists. Will never who, die. Like, he's eating too much. He's drank too much blood of the fetus. He'll never die. Yeah, he'll just... like he's been old for like 30, 40 years. Like he was born really old. <laughs> like it's so old. Like in the early he was season, born raping people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he looks weird too. It's a weird looking guy. Yeah, and he was apparently like they thought he was hot in the eighties. Yeah, like, he's like, looking at him like Gordon Ramsay hair and uh, yeah, oh, yeah, fucking. Listen. In his Gordon Ramsay face. <laughs> In his Gordon Ramsay body. She looks like he looks like Carmela Soprano. <laughs> like you the look nose. At him, yeah, the nose. He's got a Carmela nose. Though. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so so when you're wondering when does the Epstein connection happen, the name Can I, I guess is it is it when they fuck the kids? Oh <laughs> it's part of it, yeah. I think it's I think it's a major part. <laughs> so, but give him some credit. That was just one of the many things that Jeffrey Epstein did. He only liked the girls, though. I don't think he was fucking boys. Oh, they, not, these are boy prostitutes. It's not very inclusive. No, no, yeah. But I'm sure so, there was a spreadsheet where someone's just like, "Hey, we're up on boy fucking this month. Maybe we should <laughs> designate some dollars into the boy fucking wing of this department." Yeah, they're pulling their weight. Yeah. <laughs> But, but the name that with the connection of Epstein and this is uh, Roy Cohn. Uh, if you know the name Roy Cohn, he was the um, Dan was Aykroyd it? played him on Saturday Night Live, the, the alien with the. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh no! He fucked kids with his cone head. <laughs> <laughs> when his family came through Ellis Island, they dropped the head to yeah. Americanize the name. It wasn't Roy Conehead anymore. It was just Roy, Roy Cone. <laughs> yeah, you're, like, you're not going to get any work here with that name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Roy Cone was uh, was Donald Trump's attorney, but he mm-hmm. was. Uh, um, Isn't it Cohen? No, it's Roy Cone, like C O H N. Yeah. Isn't it C O H E N? No. I thought it was Cohen. I think there he has a Cohen. He has a bunch of attorneys. Hmm. I'm, I'm now sure that's that, me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you get a big enough group of attorneys together, one of them's gonna have the last name Cohen. Like Ed Cohen, the greatest power lifter who ever lived. Yeah. He's about as tall as you are. Let's see, Roy Cohen. Just I think there, there's also a Cohen too. So 
So yeah. Are you talking? They're thinking of Michael Cohen. I think so. Mm, probably. But, but yeah, that's that's Roy Cohen was he was. He was like he was a controversial. He was controversial because of his close and personal relationship with former President Donald Trump. Cohn was closely associated with Reagan, uh, Reagan's White House, the CIA, the FBI, organized crime, and many figures who would later be surrounded by Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, Cohn first met J. Edgar Hoover in 1952. They connected by Cohn's dedication to the anti-communist activities in the 1950s. They, and their mutual love of fucking children. And that too, yeah. <laughs> Cohn also had a close relationship with Rosenstiel that was, uh, uh, they said their relationship was kind of like father and son relationship. Uh, Cohn later on uh, orchestrated, he was orchestrated by a longtime associate of former CIA director Alan, Alan Dulles to be hired by the New York firm Sachs Bacon O'Shea. And he later became the partner of that same firm. While... A partner, Cohn brought in a slew of mafia-linked clients, including high-ranking members of the Gambino crime family, the Genovese. Is it Genovese? Genovese crime. Genovese, fa- I think. Yeah, Genovese crime family, and of course, Louis Rosenstiel. And the Dulles, um, Dulles brothers are connected to nine eleven, deeply connected. Is that true? Yeah. Is that why they have an airport named like, after them? Wait, so Alan Dulles' family? <laughs> <laughs> wait so no but is that real like yeah like alan so alan dulles's family yeah what, what was it um fucking uh michael rupert's truth and lies in 9-11 he does this whole fucking thing on a board where he connects everybody who was in government in in the fucking current the fucking george w bush administration yeah. everyone who was connected to directly to osama bin laden and how they were connected Dude, that's gonna be. A, we should do the deep dive on him later. And it, on. and it's like you're just like, oh fuck, Jesus Christ! Like everyone is rather like worked for some kind of corporation that's connected directly mm-hmm. to rather the Bush family or the uh, the Bin Ladens and yeah. It's just it's you're just like, oh my god, everything is connected and not like kind of connected, like deeply. Like these men have been in the same room with each other and have exchanged millions of dollars and done. Wow favors for each other deeply 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 tightly knit connected you're just like oh my god yeah not the whole i miss fucking white like 9-11 fucking conspiracy internet land that was a great time yeah we we should like just do a a really deep dive on 9-11 and just break down every single one of them you should be allowed to be as paranoid as you want yeah i think that's that's the the most american thing you could possibly do because (laughs) nowadays we have things where it's like hey you're being too paranoid like and you're like hey dude the way you're telling me to not be paranoid is making me paranoid yeah (laughs) like that's the world we live in now the most american thing you can be is paranoid yeah yeah you you really can't trust and not from an external source from like your own mind you should be that's when you know you live in the first world yeah, you're afraid of yourself. But it, yeah, but, like, but also like with if them, you live in the jungle and there's fucking lions and shit, and you just like stare down a lion, and but the lion knows like mm, there's too many of these guys with fucking spears and shit, and the lion backs off and shit. It's just like that. You're not paranoid. You're just like, come on, lion. Well, you're you want to come in here? You can beat it. You, no one's confident. No one can beat the American government. He, here it's just like we just have to. We just come up with shit to be freaked out about mm-hmm. just because we're bored. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's great. It's 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 fascinating. I think I think skeptical would be a a better way to put it than paranoid. Because this whole thing with the with the 
<laughs> that's like that Charlie Sheen interview where they're like, you're being very erratic right now. He's like, no, my my passion. I'm being very passionate. <laughs> <laughs> that dude was full of fucking great one-liners. Especially when, like, whenever he went kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, they do always Wait, even like in, shit. in the 80s? <laughs> <laughs> was he crazy back then? He Yeah, he supposedly raped the uh, fucking one of, I think, both the Corys. I think I still have to watch the uh, the the rape of two Corys documentary. I still haven't seen it. Mm, that's but that name. was the whole thing. They're just like, yeah, fucking Charlie Sheen raped me in the fucking eighties, and everyone's like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> I know they're fucking the and this the was Corey and like, Corey, whoa. Haim, Corey Haim and join Corey the Felder. club, buddy. There's nothing <laughs> special about you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Give them both AIDS. Like, oh, that's not fun. <laughs> Charlie Sheen has HIV. Okay. Uh, it didn't turn into AIDS. I, I was far HIV ago. turns into AIDS, right? Am I wrong about that? Yeah. It can. Yeah, it can. Mm. But not if you're Magic can, Johnson. Can HIV... <laughs> so can HIV kill you, right? It not kills, now. No. AIDS doesn't really kill you either. I, yeah. It, yeah, it's basically... Unless you're poor. Yeah. Yeah. Or... That's <laughs> uh, funny because Roy Cohn actually died of AIDS. Yeah. Like, no bullshit. Really? <laughs> yeah. Did he die poor? <laughs> what a fat? fucking loser. <laughs> yeah. Because he died in the 80s. Um, the well, 80s. The- <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. That's he had AIDS before it was cool. Yeah. Um, so, in, in 1958, Cohn began hosting these blackmail parties in his suite at, at Manhattan's Plaza Hotel. Uh, it was in the infamous Suite 233. Seen there, I feel like they would be a lot more successful if he wasn't calling them blackmail parties. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) probably have a lot more people showing up to him. Well, black younger male parties or African male. Uh, Fuck, mess that up. Parties of color. Yeah, parties. God damn it. There you go. Youthful parties of color. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Seen there was J. Edgar Hoover, who was dressed up in drag and was being introduced as Mary. Rosensteels, that's interesting because I never knew his drag name. Mary. Yeah. Cool. Who, they have uh, way better drag names now. Yeah. Yeah. They, I was trying to think of what a, what a good drag name for J. Edgar Hoover would be because they all seem to be puns. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Nowadays, for sure. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Gay <laughs> Edgar Hoover. <laughs> <laughs> Gay Edgar Hoover. Oh, it's a good one. Very good. Nailed it. Mine was just crude and (laughs) insulting to gay people. Someone someone gay's listening to this would be like, not all gay people are drag queens. We retarded. Yeah. (laughs) And then some tired person's like, hey, not all all ignorant white guys are fucking. Anyway. Anyway. (laughs) Not all ignorant white guys are retarded, you queer. Uh, so of course the person that was talking about this was uh, Rosenstein's ex-wife. She's she's like the whistleblower, really. Um, she was present at these parties and, and testified that Cone, Hoover, and Rosenstein engaged in sexual activity with young male prostitutes. The most damning thing that Cone himself told former N- NYPD detective James Rosenstein that he was involved in sexual blackmail operation targeting politicians. Child and child prostitutes during like one of their sit down interviews. Who, by the way, they didn't arrest him for that. <laughs> he admitted to it. To he's to, like, look, 
I I swear I was just fucking that kid because it was part of the job. Yeah, like, I had to. <laughs> I was doing my job. <clears throat> I got a wife and a gaggle of slaves to <laughs> slave children to raise. <laughs> so this NYPD uh, detective James Rostein he said the following: uh, Cone's job was to run the little boys. Say you had an admiral, a general, a congressman who did not want to go along with the program. Cone's job was to set them up. Then they would go along. Cone told me that himself. So, hey, do you want a, a, a general, sir? Do you want to uh, want to fuck this uh, little boy over here? This little catalog? Uh, no, I don't. Sure. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> what are you, gay? <laughs> That's how I got him. They 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 tested their manliness and they just were just like, hey, <laughs> okay, I was stacking crowds six feet high when you were in college. <laughs> Fine, I'll do it. Just out of principle, he fucked the kid. It was not, it was not even sexual. When men were men. <laughs> A controversial Republican uh, political operative and dirty trickster Roger Stone, who like. Donald Trump was also a protege of Cohn, said the following about <laughs> Cohn's sex life during an interview with the New Yorker in 2008. Quote, Roy was not gay. He was a man who liked having sex with men. Gays were weak, effeminate. He also <laughs> seemed to have these young blonde boys around. If, uh, I love Roger Stone. <laughs> he was interested in power and success. Yeah. Or oh, an access, not success. Access. And just for reference, like anytime Roger Stone's name is shown on a TV screen, it should say Roger Stone, and, uh, and then underneath <laughs> his name, it should say, has a tattoo of Richard Nixon's face on his back, <laughs> which is actually true. <laughs> what a great quote. <laughs> That's not gay. Gays are feminine, weak. You realize how much how much power it takes to to have sex with a man that doesn't want it. There's nothing straighter than that. If, there, if there's a movie where like Roger Stone is a, is, is in it, like a, his character, it should be played by like fucking. It should be Ed O'Neill as Al Bundy playing Roger Stone. <laughs> It'd be so goddamn funny. Holy shit! Yeah. That's perfect. It can't just be Ed O'Neill as whatever his character is in fucking Modern Family. It has to be Ed O'Neill as Al Bunny as Roger Stone. <laughs> Fuck, that's a great idea. Uh, Donald Trump is... Oh. I could just see the sequence of, que- of credits like Ed O'Neill as Al Bundy. <laughs> Al Bundy as Roger Stone. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's an inception of... of Actors. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, Who is he playing movie. right now? Might as well do an entire movie like that. Where it's <laughs> like, like Matthew McConaughey as the fucking Dallas Buyers Club gay guy with AIDS <laughs> as Harvey Milk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Fuck, that's so amazing. Matthew McConaughey reprising his role from Dallas Buyers Club <laughs> as Sean Penn playing <laughs> Harvey Milk. <laughs> If you can pull that off, that's amazing. If you can pull off that acting job, yeah. you can playing two people. You're playing a guy, playing a guy. Yeah. Glenn Danzig as Sigourney <laughs> Weaver in Alien Resurrection. <laughs> yeah, Glenn Danzig as Sigourney Weaver in Dave. <laughs> playing a Jewish rapper. Just, just him and Kevin Klein in the White House kitchen making a sandwich. 
Donald Trump is. Uh, he's also he also has some quotes about Jeffrey Epstein that were kind of weird. He says, "Quote: I've known Jeff for 15 years. Terrific guy. He he's a lot of fun to be with. It's even said that he likes beautiful women as much as I do, and many of them are on the younger side. No doubt about it." End quote. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, but like a lot of people. I know people Jeffrey Epstein, great guy. Appreciates a sexy toddler just as much as the next guy. But that's to say, that's kind of the brilliance of how, like how Donald Trump talks, like political politician Donald Trump, is that everything is so like cookie cutter yeah. that it's not like you're like, well, you know, Donald Trump once said about uh, Jeffrey Epstein. You're yeah. like, yeah, but he says that about it. he's like everything's great, great, terrific guy, great guy. <laughs> <laughs> like everything, everything's great and terrific and oh, tremendous. It's just like I love that. It's just yeah, everything is always on the up and up. And if you're not on the up and up, total loser, failure. Yeah, you know he's he sucks. He's not ugly. smart. His his wife, total dog. <laughs> total dog. <laughs> Gotta put that dog down. Like it's just good. Like, like like that's why you never see quotes from Trump anywhere. Yeah, you hear people who oh I follow reinterpret. Roughly what he says, where they're just like, like Trump wants to sterilize Mexicans, and you're just like, wait a minute, what was the actual quote? He was like, he, uh, he said he loves he loves taco tacos. bowls. <laughs> well, yeah, well, they, it's it's everything's taken out of context with him, yeah. with like the with the both sides quote. Yeah, it can't be a, like a word for word. Yeah, because he does he like, will quote it never is. So yeah, so that that part of that quote, it doesn't implicate him. It just says he liked the guy. Also, like, but Trump probably knew that fucking Jeffrey Epstein was a total pedo. But at the same time, like, he can't take him down. Donald Trump has <laughs> dealt, dealt with nothing but criminals his entire fucking professional life. Yeah, like when he was doing real estate, he was dealing with the mob. You know, it's like, which is which is very interesting because <laughs> you know? that's that is that is the actual connection with that. Not that quote. But after Cohen died of AIDS in 1986, Trump bought that Plaza Hotel in Manhattan. And it would later be reported that he would have the parties in that same suite, 233. Mm -hmm. uh, and one of the attendees uh, said, quote, uh, he said that Trump used said, to. said, Google Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> one of the attendees said, quote, where's my mom? <laughs> he said that Trump used to host parties in the suites at the Plaza Hotel when he owned it. Uh, where young women and girls were introduced uh, to older, richer men and illegal drugs and young women were passed around and used. Andy Lucchesi, a male model who helped organize parties for Trump when asked about the ages of women presented, he claimed there were girls as young as 14 there. Oof. Yeah. It wasn't... He said they looked under 14. He didn't like... It's not like he was like, can I see your birth certificate? Like, he's like, they look fucking young. And you can tell what a 14-year-old is compared to like a... Someone that's over eighteen. Uh, not, not from not, my experience. Not, yeah, <laughs> not when I was seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it it wasn't only Trump who surrounded who was surrounded by Cohn. Cohn made friends with many media personalities like Barbara Walters, and also pe people that were former CIA directors Ronald and Nancy Reagan, Rupert Murdoch, Alan Dershowitz, and prominent members of the Catholic Church. Many of the names... The Catholic Church? What? Yeah. Uh, I hate to break it to you, but... Which they... Catholic Church? <laughs> <laughs> Many of the names will later appear in Epstein's famous Little Black Book. 
Cones Network. <laughs> One of the entries is just the Pope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Popey baby. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, that's that's the whole thing about Little Black Books, because what was it? Uh, what was the, the fucking Madam out in Hollywood? Uh, you know, what's her face? She looks like... Remember what I'm talking about? Oh, shit, yeah. Heidi Fleiss. Yeah, Heidi Fleiss. Mm. And that was the whole thing with Heidi Fleiss, is just like... They wanted her little black book because had all these fucking famous people, politicians and shit yeah. like that. But that's the whole thing about a black book. It's like you could just have fake black books everywhere. Mm-hmm. If the fucking – some cops are going to come raid your fucking house and your fucking offices and stuff. It's like you can just have a ledger with just phone numbers. Yeah. doesn't mean anyone in that book did anything. Yeah, it's – that. that's what's important about the bugging mm-hmm. of, of the offices and the rooms. Because J. Edgar Hoover yeah. was – that's one of the things he's like famous for. You need phone for. records. It's one thing to have a phone number to be like, but did they actually call this person? Yeah, they're the bugging. They they've gotten so much stuff that they they're able to keep this quiet to this day. Mm-hmm. Like none of these people have gone down. But uh, but they like never the, do. The, that's a. I mean, we've already seen that with Ghislaine Maxwell. They they have a list of clients. Yeah. None of the names have been released outside of Prince Andrew, like the the only member of the royal family that you can try and unsuccessfully take down to to appease people. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, he's close enough to the top, but not so close to the top that he's going to fuck us over. Prince yeah. An- Andrew is so fucking weird. Did you ever seen that quote where he was saying when he dies, he wants to be reincarnated as a black plague? And he just wants to kill. Like, he wants to be reincarnated as a plague. That's the most metal thing I've ever heard a person say. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like him better now. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of cool. But then you see his little, all the pedophilia And then shit. his little doll he would have. Didn't he have, like, a little doll, like, made of himself? And he would give it to these like girls? A, like, a, like a ventriloquist dummy? Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I've never seen the actual doll, but, like, they've, they've ta- I've, I've heard people. Dan Holloway talked about it. It wasn't me that molested those girls. It was the, <laughs> it was the doll. Yeah, yeah, it was Mr. Crackers. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Crackers. Oh, Mr. Crackers. <laughs> I, I Still funnier than Jeff Dunham. Yeah. <laughs> he carries a doll of himself? Yeah. Well, let's look this up. Like... Why? Like a voodoo doll? (laughs) (laughs) He's constantly jerking it off. (laughs) He's like, ah, yes! (laughs) But it has a hole in the doll, so he just puts his ass in the through. Yeah. You ever seen... Did did you ever know that uh, Princess Anne and Prince Charles, you know who their marriage counselor was? (laughs) No. Jimmy Savile. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Fucking weird, right? Oh wow! What what's his fucking qualifications? He's was None. like a TV show host. He's a TV show host, and he was that's like going to Ellen for fucking advice. That's exactly what it is. That's a great. It's that level of stupid. Yeah, because Jimmy Savile is hardly like Oprah level. You know what I mean? I can see someone being like, I you know, no, what? I, I contacted he... Oprah, and Oprah, even though she's never been fucking married. But I think I actually think he is. He was more on the level of Oprah because he would uh, do. Maybe, right? He would I do mean, stuff where like uh, Jimmy. Jimmy will, will will Jimmy will do it. Or what was it called? What was that thing with Jimmy Savile? Where Jim he will fix it. Jim will fix it. Mm. We're talking about how uh, Prince Charles and Princess Diana. How their did you know who their marriage counselor was? It was Jimmy Savile. Wait, Prince Charles and Princess Diana. They're. Their their marriage counselor was Jimmy Savile. Well, you know how to, you know how to fix this marriage. Start fucking some kids. And, you know? and, and, and you guys have body. two kids, right? <laughs> uh, 
you know, I, I think the problem is you got you got too many kids living in your house. Why don't you just send who aren't uh, paying rent? Send, send yeah. one or two of those over to my place. And how he he also lived. He had he had rooms in these children's hospitals, where he would he would like in the middle of the night he would like go and check on the kids. He had a fucking room in a hospital. Oh God, it's like this. It's He's, like a nightmarish it's Patch a Adams <laughs> like. Clown house. Have you ever seen that? You want to see a movie that'll just completely creep you out? It's a clown house. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like you just, you just watch it and you're just like, this was made by pedophiles. I know it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't prove it, but I know it was. That That's for the future episode uh, when we're going to have. We're doing the clown house episode? No. <laughs> Jimmy the director Savile. of Powder. What? <laughs> just, just like look up all the like the Jimmy Savile stuff. It's so fucking creepy. Like it. Like they they have a they have a Netflix special. It's like three hours long. There's like two one and a half hour parts. Yeah, and they talk about all of it. And there's also I've listened to podcasts about. It. I was like obsessed with it. I was like, this is fucking so dark. Like I think they were saying that he fucked his dead mom, like her corpse, because he was into like dead bodies. He fucked his dead mom. Yeah. Seems a little old for him. Yeah, no, he was, he was just like he was he was a pedophile. So, so old, he died of old age. Yeah. Have you seen him? He, he was just he was that's just like fucking, the oldest you can be. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but so yeah, I'll be for a future episode. But back to um, who are we talking about again? Oh, Epstein. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Cohn, Roy Cohn was also close. What's this episode about? <laughs> <laughs> Pedophiles, of it's course. All, it's all related. Which pedophile? Uh, Roy Cohn was also close to the Clinton uh, Clintons, and also his former director George Stephanopoulos, Stephanopoulos, who was also associated with Jeffrey Epstein, of course. Uh, New York Attorney John Klotz stated Stephanopoulos is associated with Epstein, also. Yeah, that motherfucker's still on. What was he? He's on. He's on MSNBC. MF, yeah. yeah, that motherfucker's still on TV right now. Yeah, and like they they talk about him like he's like he's this great journalist. Which is crazy. Which he's not. He's a propaganda wing. He's like he's he's, he's going to say stuff. Yeah, wasn't he the press secretary? He was a for smarmy Clinton? cunt for Clinton. Yeah, he's a real yeah, piece of shit. Press secretary. Every single one of press them. Secretary they're, is. they're paid to lie to people. It doesn't matter who they are. Yeah. Um. So New York Attorney uh, John Klotz. Uh, okay, state. I, I do have to say that I was a fan of. Was her name Kaylee McKinney? Oh yeah, Hot. Kaylee McKinney was fantastic. McEnany, she, she brought a binder well, uh, in in fucking Kaylee McKinney, and she's on well, Fox she now. Was, she was hot, yeah, but holy shit, she's she was t- good at her fucking. She was on she's top, incredibly of smart, and she's quick on her feet. And she has like a show on Fox now, and it's kind of like a panel show, mm-hmm. and it's they they keep it pretty light, mm-hmm. like because she could probably easily have like a like a Tucker level show, but it's like. They're like, let's just put her in a room with people who are they kind of mostly agree, mm-hmm. but it's it's that it's that really handsome black gay dude on Fox. It's like it's him, it's Van her. Jones. <laughs> is that isn't that? Uh, is he's he a on? bald black dude. I don't know if he's gay. No, he's Van Jones. No, Van Jones is the, yeah, he's the bald guy. The other guy, but we'll he has hair. The one that I'm blanking rubbed, on his name. The one that rubbed his taint and stuck it under some guy's nose. No, that's uh, that's uh, uh, Lemon. <laughs> no, that's Don Lemon. Oh, yeah. no, this is on Fox. <laughs> How many gay people gay. are they hiring? There's if you're black, gay... you have to be gay. Like, <laughs> that's the rule. That's oh my god, that's like a, that's like a type. I'm sure. Cory Booker. Like, Cory like, Booker is gay. We're looking for a gay black. Holy guy. shit! What is this? I didn't. I never thought about that. Just gay black ball guys. 
but he's googly eyed. He, Cory Booker's not gay. He's, yeah, he is. He's, he's married to a man. Oh no, he's married no, to Ro- no. Rosario Dawson. Oh, which I I'm, wait, no, I, I thought that uh, I thought fucking what's his name the the comedian guy was with Rosario Dawson. Oh, the one that played the angry Obama. What's his name? Uh, no, no, not Keegan. <laughs> a, a different black guy, Sean. Is <laughs> it sounding more racist? Name, uh, as we like go. Jesus, not too many Eric people. Andre. Play. I thought she was with Eric Andre still. No, the last I heard, I thought oh. she was with fucking, uh, fucking Cory Booker. I heard that oh, man, during. She downgraded. Yeah. She majorly downgraded. Like I heard that during the. It was like during the fucking. Uh, the last fucking uh, what's your name? primaries. I heard that during the primaries. I was like, fucking Cory Booker's with Rosario Dawson? That's fucking insane. I'm Good really disappointed in yeah. her. She went from Eric Andre to Cory Booker. Yeah. yeah. But Eric Andre seems like a lot. It's like dating the black Tom Green. Like it, It's fun for TV, <laughs> but like dealing with that every day, like, like if he does something crazy, like is this... Is this like a hidden camera show? Like, what's happening right now? <laughs> Turns out their whole relationship was a joke. Yeah, I, I think she, I can relate to that. I think she actually, <laughs> and I don't know, but I, I, I was created this scenario in my head where she really thought he was going to be president and she was going to be the first lady. Yeah, uh, I yeah. think she Eric thought Andre, that. dude, I would pick that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd vote Rosario for that. Dawson's insane. <laughs> yes. I'll fill out my ballot today for 2024 <laughs> if that was on. But no, I want to be the first. Gentleman. I think she was like fucking <laughs> he wins by write-in. Yeah, I would love Eric that. Andre and Rosario Dawson. Um, that's who I'm voting for. But yeah, it's like I think Cory Booker. Like she was like this. I'm gonna. I am gonna marry the guy who's gonna be president. I'm gonna be the first lady. I think maybe she thought that for yeah, real. Yeah, he messed up because he's a he's a fucking idiot. Yeah, he sucks. He's googly-eyed. You can't have a googly-eyed president. Yeah, nobody's nobody's intimidated. You can't have someone with cookie monster eyes being president. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of the funny things. uh, When I would listen to Ben Shapiro, I haven't listened to him in a while, but when he talk about Cory Booker, he's like, "I'm gonna put my angry eyes on." (laughs) 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 That was so funny. It would make me laugh every time. Oh man, I wish I was as (laughs) mentally quick as Ben Shapiro is. Yeah, he he could be funny. Like that's 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 the thing about well, him. He's, he's funny in like a weird nerdy way. Yeah, like sometimes yeah. he'll pull something out. You're like, that's actually pretty funny. Yeah, he's he's pretty quick. He's like, uh, what was it? Uh, what's fucking? Oh my god, what's fucking? Uh, I'm sorry, my brain's not working. Like, who's what, what's the group? The the Republican group that goes to college campuses. That's like their TPUSA whole, uh, or y- uh, YAF. Yeah, young, what's young, the that um, that their head guy, curly haired uh, dude? Kurt, um, Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk. I love to see Charlie Kirk and Ben Shapiro have a debate about something that they sort of disagree on, whatever, wh- whatever know. that might be. I don't care if it's. It would probably be whose favorite basketball. Who has the best basketball team? <laughs> Who killed know? Jesus? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, that would. Who killed Jesus? Charlie Kirk, Ben Shapiro debate. That would be. Fucking I would watch. I would watch the amazing because both of them are just like really quick on their feet, and they're really good with insults and jabs and shit like that. And yeah. if you even fuck up a little bit, they'll just they're on you. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, who killed Jesus? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so to put a cap on this episode. <laughs> Um, before we before we go too deep into the Jew conversation, <laughs> uh, to put a cap on this episode, uh, a quote from John Klotz, who was a New York uh, State Attorney, he says, "Quote: Cone's most powerful tool was blackmail, which he which he used against friend, foe, gangster, or public official alike." 
So that's this is so next week when we talk about this, we're gonna get into the Maxwell family. We talk about Robert Maxwell, Ghislaine, and then we'll get into the life of Jeffrey Epstein, his connection. We'll with discuss it. the House of Maxwell. Yes, House yes. of Maxwell. That should that's a good name. That's <laughs> House what we should call of Maxwell. It. I was gonna say Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Epstein was also involved with a lot, a lot of the tech companies. Um, so yeah, well, there, there's a, there's a lot more coming. This is really good stuff. But uh, so yeah, I'll be the end of the episode. But before we move on, I want to give a shout out to our Patreon members. Of course, this is what we do at the end of every episode. Um, once again, thank you for supporting the Patreon. It, it, it's growing. Um, the, the YouTube's growing like, uh, like the, our, our audio listens are, are, are insane right now. So yeah, and, and I love seeing the crossover between my show and this show. It's, it's cool to see that everyone's watching everything. Yeah. And every time we, like when we get kicked off of YouTube for hate speech, and, oh, yeah. <laughs> like it's all Adams, <laughs> it, it's just like this hive of people who fucking listen to this show and my show and fucking in fucking coop show it's just yeah. like everyone's just like can you believe this fucking shit it's like yeah it's cool to see this community starting to like yeah. bubble up every time something happens we, we can't do it without the community so like without you guys listening to the show that like we couldn't grow this thing at all and it's growing you guys you guys are telling your friends uh your family which is great because i'm seeing it like we haven't had a week where uh, telling your family and it's tearing your family <laughs> apart. <laughs> yeah, you hate your family. Tell them this, um, but we haven't plateaued yet, so that's a good thing. We're we're growing every week. We haven't. Speak for yourself. I plateaued like fifteen years ago. <laughs> Coop plateaued, <laughs> but yeah. So like for our, for our Patreon members and uh, our, our our first and in, in the Gulag Gang tier, the three dollars tier, we have Owen Miller, Mike M, Mike Terpstra. I think he's the guy that told me I said his name wrong. Fuck. Uh, and Kevin Bird, all in the Gulag Gang. Because they write me. <laughs> <laughs> they listen to this. They actually Wait, who's listen to, he the to judge? Um, and then in the Wrestle El Amnesio, the ten dollar tier, we have uh, Ben Garcia, uh, our our friend David Klein, who actually did not wrestle David Klein. I mean El Amnesio, but he did get to come on the show, which was very good. If you guys mm-hmm. haven't listened to the David Klein episode on Patreon yet, it's really good stuff. It breaks down. Uh, UFOs because he was he was an actual uh, drone operator mm-hmm. in Iraq, mm-hmm. so that that's a good one if you if you're like one of if you're into like UFOs and stuff like that. And that guy's got some fucking stories. It's, it's oh dude, so good, unbelievable, unbelievable. David Klein was great on the show. We had him on both shows. We had him on the free show, and we had him on the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, this is the guy that I said the name wrong. Keith Kaler. It's not Caller. It's Kaler. He he was he wrote me. He's like, hey, it's actually Kaler. I was like, oh shit, sorry. Uh, Dakota Robbins, Rooster. Uh, so I forgot who it was. He told me he's like, I'm Rooster, and you hit me up on Instagram. Yeah, Cogburn. Yeah, Rooster Cogburn. <laughs> Are these all Russell Ellen? Yeah. Zia? David, well, this could be a battle royal, dude. <laughs> I'm not helping them out. <laughs> we might have to rent a fucking ring. And... Oh, there, there's more. David Jones. Uh, John E. Smith, Wanathan, and Jeff Newquit. Like, those are, and that, that round, how many is that? One, two, wow. three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's nine Wrestle Elamnesios. So, fuck, get ready, Elamnesio. Yeah, pack a lunch, Elamnesio. Yeah, you should be here. <laughs> um, and then in our Skull and Bones, we have three members now. Uh, we got Matt Spears, original. Uh, Lucas R. Oh, we have four, actually. Holy shit. 
after Lucas Arts, Matt Royston, and then yesterday, uh, I Tamashi Chen. Itamashi? Yeah. Fucking Itamashi uh, came in uh, and visited us like over a year ago. I think he's living in, I think he's living in like Tokyo now or, or oh, something wow. like that. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's really? A, uh, yeah, he's name a name like that. <laughs> oh no it's it should is, be brandon or something that's what most asians name no considering kids. his scream name it's much more surprising when you meet him in person because i was not expecting what's what his I screen saw. name uh, his screen name's itamashi oh, okay and what is he like what's surprising about him is his white skin or he's a he... big black dude <laughs> i was gonna say he, i bet he's a black dude yeah <laughs> There's a lot That's of why black when dudes he, in Japan. From he America. was one of the first listeners to come and, and visit the Iconoblast podcast. And when he came in, he, he like walked in and sat down, and we were hanging out. And he was like, oh, I'm Itamashi. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, and if you guys want to visit the new studio, we I, I'm hoping I can get a set ready to go. We're, we're recording in Dan's office right now where he records Citizen. But... Uh, the former history room. Yeah, this, this is the room that we all got bullied out of. But we'll, we'll be back up with video very soon. It, it the, the mood's been a it's been a little stressful for the whole network. So yeah, um, yeah, we'll we'll talk to you guys later. And uh, should we're we're gonna record a quick Patreon, so that that will be up before this episode comes out. So this means nothing with everything I'm saying. Yeah. Yep. Time is relative. That's that's how you should end every episode. <laughs> Whatever I'm saying, it means nothing. <laughs> see you all next week. You've wasted your life and your fandom. Yeah. <laughs> all right. See you.